Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Reno Gorman, Nina Boyd, and their producer, Mike. A nice little podcast where we curate the best stories and articles and random doodads into the finest distilled podcast we could possibly deliver. Yeah. What? I don't know. He was giving a nice introduction. If you haven't listened to us before, we're on episode 97. Which is probably in the title, so you probably already knew this episode 97. But if you didn't read the title, now you definitely know. I can't read. And we read the stories to you, so you don't have to go onto our website or uh, our Facebook page, but we do post all these articles and stories if you want to see the pictures and read the fine details. But basically, we've got a really fun episode about um, reattaching limbs, detaching <laughs> limbs. Yeah. Uh, what else? What's uh, a whole bunch of strange animal behavior, like stranger than you would normally read about. Um, my personal favorite at the end that you already mentioned, reattaching limbs. Mm-hmm. Um Got some psychedelic drugs in there. Which brings us to our our first story. Uh, Honey from the Himalayan bee can sometimes be psychedelic. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, So these Himalayan bees, they're kind of like the common North American uh, honey bee, but they're quite larger, maybe about three times larger. And um, they live in the Himalayas near like Nepal, uh, probably like around like uh, southeastern or uh, southwestern China and stuff on these cliffs. And if they um, get collect pollen from a type of rhododendron flower, um, their their honey is psychedelic. So it's not all the time. It's not like they're just like, oh, we just have this psychedelic aspect to our spit. Right, right. No, that'd be really cool if the bees themselves had psychedelic spit. That'd be a good band name. <laughs> yes, there you go. Psychedelic saliva. Say that ten times fast. No one's gonna try that. Um, you but know, some no, no sober right person is gonna try that. Yeah. So this this honey is pretty hard to fetch. Again, like the 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 bees have to only collect pollen from these types of flowers. And then if you were to get your hands on them, it's because you climb down like a rope ladder down these huge cliffs to get stung by these gigantic bees to fetch, what, like a few spoonfuls of honey or whatever. Like I don't know how much honey you can you know, collect yeah. or harvest from a honeycomb. But you only need to take about two or three teaspoons of this psychedelic honey and uh, it can uh, produce some, some odd effects. <laughs> these symptoms are disturbing. <laughs> first you'll probably feel the need to purge and then in parentheses they say defecate urinate or vomit just if you were wondering yeah basically all your holes the uh, shit's coming out of it thank you yes that's exactly <laughs> Wait, shit's the description coming out of my that dick? i yeah all the holes that's shit, how vomit, psychedelic urine. this honey is <laughs> yeah oh that's creepy. It gives you quite a buzz right <laughs> god um <laughs> then after the purge uh i guess you can see and then you can't see which is deep and terrifying. Yeah, you alternate between being blind versus like... Like overwhelmed with visual stimuli, yeah. probably. Is this asshole really mowing the lawn now? Yeah, but we might not have heard it on the podcast <laughs> until that you mentioned it. Bees, right, you know? we, that was just our sound effects specialist yeah. going to work. With a fucking blower in the background. Okay, now I get why you hate him in downtown. All right, yeah, exactly. So after the alternate between light and dark, um, you hear a sound in your head, like a pulsing, and they say it's like a beehive. You can't move. Or, or maybe it's like, <laughs> like a lawnmower or a leaf what? blower. <laughs> you can't move, and uh, you're still completely lucid. What kind of honey did you put in this coffee, Mike? (laughs) (laughs) 
That's pretty insane for honey. So but, my question is, why not just go to the source of the flower? I mean, because you can't of, make it yourself. You need the bees to do it. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I think the the rhododendrons are somewhat toxic or intoxicating. I'm not sure. Yeah. Or why not? Okay, so then why not like collect the, the like a queen bee from that mm-hmm. hive, mm-hmm. create a different hive, put the flowers around the hive, and just harvest the fuck out of this hive. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. sure it would fetch something. Yeah. Well, it'll become illegal real quick too. Yeah. I so, don't think okay. they want it to be that easy to get. You know. So this is like you can only get this honey on the black market. You can't I'm a, buy it. In I'm stores. a capitalist, people. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, I don't know why we're good. Like I gotta, I gotta climb down a hill and get stung. I'm just like, why don't you just grab the queen and fucking plant the flowers? Like, because that's not as fun as like climbing down a rope ladder and risking being stung through a beekeeper. Oh, no, yeah. Sometimes no. being stupid is fun. I get it, but yeah. there's an easier way. Yeah, I'd rather just buy it from Mike's queen bee. You know. Store. Yeah. Well, I think we know the answer to this, but Reno, would you consume this honey if you could get a hold of it? Uh, okay, so it says two or three teaspoons is a normal dose, and it says like you're basically paralyzed for like a day or so. Like, yeah. You're just it's a long time. You're immobilized. So like, I've you know I've, I've tripped a few times with psychedelics, but that doesn't seem that pleasant. I I, I would maybe. Yeah. Put a few other psychedelic experiences ahead of that one before I try this. Uh, what can I call it? Mike's medicinal honey? It's not really medicinal. I'm Mike's magic honey. Mike's there magic you go. honey. That's magic, a, magic Mike's, Mike's honey. Magic yeah. Mike's honey. Yeah. There we go. Because then people will think I'm thing. hot and stripping and shit. <laughs> um, this honey would probably cost you around 60 to $80 per pound. Hmm. A, pound a pound of, of honey, honey is kind of a that, lot. That's a lot of teaspoons. That's yeah. a lot of doses. So, I mean, that that's not terribly expensive considering it's Compared a to fucking like rare that. honey fetched from the cliff sides of the himalayas like fuck dude like well dude at the end of the day it's bee spit like yeah. like yeah but fuck, okay dude. do like, you want to poop urinate and vomit from this and then like well, what, I mean, what's exactly like the positive we risk it every time we eat chipotle trip. i mean fuck you purge <laughs> like you if hear... Chipotle gave me a psychedelic trip, though, I'd be in there quite a bit more. I, well, you get some of the fucking effects. You, you get the pooping and shitting yeah, part. Yeah, okay, but look, you purge, you see really bright and then really dark, and then you hear a pulsing in your head and you can't move. That doesn't sound like there's any That benefits. sounds like food poisoning to me. Yeah, it's not like a fun, like, hallucinogenic... Yeah, there's probably some other fun hallucinogenic uh, experiences. But, you know, like, have you guys heard of ayahuasca? Yay? Nay. No. No? It's a... No. Uh, no, it's a it's a super psychedelic uh, concoction that's made in the uh, Amazon forest, like in Peru and mm. uh, Bolivia, I think, or that that area. Correct Down me. there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I'm not. <laughs> that's it. America but Part Two. Oh, okay. it, 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 indigenous cultures in the Amazonia. Some of them um, concoct the, this uh, plant potion that has uh, DMT in it. DMT is like more powerful than LSD, which is already. a very powerful psychedelic and when you consume this um concoction like you will you will purge about an hour into it but then you have you know eight ten hours of profound spiritual journey like Mm. it's kind of a a a trendy thing now for people to go to fly down and and take these do these ceremonies it's like a whole ceremony uh thing so wait rich privileged white people they need to fly to impoverished countries Mm -hmm. to trip balls to poop and then be profound yeah but it's not it's not like a party drug like it's like it's like a very it's a very spiritual ceremony like there's a week-long process of all these things you do to prepare yourself to do this thing and it's it's completely guided and structured it's not like 
you go to a rave and like you drink some ayahuasca yeah. or you go to like some music festival. It still sounds it, kind of like going to a spa and like doing something like right. Like a spa where like you face like your inner demons and like purge. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, well, <laughs> so church. Yeah. <laughs> church. Yeah. So it's a lot like the Catholic Church in that regards, except less fun. Um. Yeah. Or more fun in this case. Less profound. Right. Yeah. Less less God. More. More, more hippie. Yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. Fucking. I'm sorry, but. I just I love the fact that it's white people flying to an impoverished country to get high. I I'm know. in. Mm. I'm fucking in. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, you could fly to the Amazon jungle, or maybe you could try this uh, the psychedelic uh, bee honey. Yeah. I I wonder if the bees catch a buzz off this. Did like, because they're that on purpose. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Of course. They're you know they're. You know, are they like shitting and, and they ingesting it? All they're over baking the place? it, like that's how they do it. Like, a, yeah. I mean, like it, it. Lots of animals throughout the animal kingdom get high, or right. intoxicated. Yeah, off, 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 off of like fermented, fermented fruits and fr- yeah, exactly. And puffer fish and yada yada yada. Do you think the bees are also hearing the buzz as their third step of their trip? And <laughs> they just like, hear that. We're so loud. <laughs> yeah, the wings. They like hear their wings going at like slower than slow there's speed. There's just there's just like a bunch of bees just like laid out in the in the <laughs> hive, just like laying on their backs. They're like, dude, can't move. <laughs> well, that's what they work in shifts. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's all right, true. There's like, enough you work do an eight-hour shift of harvesting all this shit, and then you go trip in the fucking corner of the hive mm-hmm. for a bit, and then it's the like next going shift to the bar works. after work. But like, look, capitalism works, people. And like bees, like they live for like what, like a few months before they die. So like. Full on like three percent of their life was just yeah, a trip. Paralyzed, <laughs> just yeah. paralyzed. <laughs> They're just laid what out. A waste. Um, no, it'd be interesting. I mean, like, it's weird to think like how intelligent bugs are because they have like such small brains, and mm-hmm. we, you know, we associate big brains with being more intelligent or conscious. But how how intelligent bugs can be, and it'd be weird to see like I don't know like how we could get inside the mind of a bee, but just to see like if they are tripping or what getting their high. Trip looks like yeah, yeah, versus a humans. Yeah, that's true. Not to be a buzzkill, but oh, the uh, military oh is um, has been dabbling with psychedelics for 70, you know, 60, 70 years now. Why is that a buzzkill? Because now we're buzz talking about kill. No, I military. get your fucking. I get that, but uh, we're talking like, about serious controlled drugs. Because we're now. talking about just like hanging out with some bees, eating some honey, and here goes the military trying to like. Weaponize Do you know how much ratter war would be? If we all tripped through it. And then we're paralyzed for mm. a couple of days in between battles. Yeah. Dude, like, I mean, Hitler was fucking doped up on hella shit. Hey, look at what he accomplished. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't even get into the second article. Damn. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so uh, recently in the past, you know, 5, 10, 15 years or so, there's been a, a surge in... Uh, researching mushrooms, MDMA, ketamine is now uh, a prescription drug in a yeah. nasal spray form because of the super antidepressive effects of a psychedelic trip. And so basically the, the military, DARPA, is um, throwing some money at researching a fast-acting synthetic psychedelic drug that could help the soldiers you know deal with the fucking trauma of being in a war right instead of it's not called going to alcohol war. <laughs> just so much fucking, cheaper too yeah just come back to the states you know sit in the corner of your house drink alcohol become an alcoholic end up on the streets as a homeless person when your wife kicks you out it's all yeah. good we got this 
It's awful. It's awful. It's a I mean, tried and true system. Like we have a tried and true system that works. <laughs> but it'll be. <laughs> no, what's what's sad is is we lose more soldiers I wanna, to suicide yeah. than we do in war. I, all soldiers out there, anybody that's, I, I'm just yeah. being humorous. I respect you tremendously for the shit that you've gone through. Please understand that was just a joke. No, Mike, it's so weird <laughs> to see you being sincere on here. Well, I'm like, what's a, happening? Am I having a hallucinogenic honey trip? Like, I, don't know. I get pretty dark, but, you know, I have, there are people in my life who have been military, yeah. and I just want to let them know I'm making a joke. It might be right. at your expense, but it's not serious in any shape <laughs> or form. We're just joking around. It'll thank, be you for, thank you for your service. Have some mushrooms and ketamine. <laughs> for but, real, though. But seriously, I don't yeah. Want any, yeah, I don't want any of you to become alcoholics. Nope. It was a bad joke. Just mm. please, just laugh at the irony. But or seriously, it'll be interesting to see like what kind of fallout, if any, this treatment would have versus like becoming an alcoholic or something. Like so far, it seems like the side effects are kind of minimal. Well, yeah, so, like, what the military doesn't like is the, quote-unquote, side effects of, of tripping, of, you know, the hallucinations, um, you know, being disoriented, you know, if you take high doses of psychedelics, it can be kind of freaky and people do erratic things. Yeah. So they're looking for a synthetic or, you know, some kind of tailored psychedelic that still gives you that, that mind-altering mm. change in perception, which many people find pleasant and deep meaning and lasting. But without the disorientation and maybe, you know, psychotropic effects. That's going to be interesting to see if they can make a drug that illuminates, you know. Yeah, I mean, that'd be that'd be cool. But, um, you know, who sees? And then, of course, it's like, well, yeah, let's, let's, the whole purpose of this is just to give it to soldiers so that we can keep the fucking war machine right. going. Right, it'll be. So it's just funny how that positive thing comes out of a, a kind of a weird or maybe bad intention. But maybe if it's successful enough, then they'll say, okay, we'll release it to part of the general public. Yeah. Like people yeah. who are extremely depressed or, like, psychotic, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, again, like, ketamine is now a nasal spray prescription thing where, like, if you're having a manic, very, very serious, intense, depressive episode, you can spray ketamine up your nose and hopefully that will switch gears for you. Then you can join the military. <laughs> exactly. Ready you to too could kill without PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Those will be the new like Uncle Sam posters. <laughs> no, can you oh imagine the commercials? God. Like, ever killed someone and felt bad about it? <laughs> Can't sleep at night because of the fucking trauma of war. <laughs> we have a synthetic drug for you. Yeah. Just, still, again, ladies and gentlemen, we're being humorous to point out what's wrong with the system. <laughs> This is where we're at. Yeah, it's like we're being humorous to point out the flaws in what we currently have. Mm-hmm. And not to be a downer. You've already done that, but... Hold on, we've mentioned <laughs> Hitler and PTSD yeah. as I a mean, joke in that last article. I don't know how much lower we can go. It can't be worse, yeah. Well, yeah. To, well, actually, maybe. Not to be a downer, but we're at the point, too, now where we're trying to grow human tissues up in space. Now that might seem Kleenex. It really might be. I'm just kidding. What? No, like Kleenex. No, oh my god! Bad joke. That was the worst pun we've had on here. Well, I'm of the dad age now, so I'm going to make real bad jokes from this point <laughs> forward. Now you don't have the excuse of being a dad. I have cats. You have to have kids to make dad jokes. I, have cats. I feel like that's a requirement. No. Yeah. No, it's just a, a getting old and stupid <laughs> thing. Mike has aged like a fine wine. He can now. <laughs> he can now tell some dad jokes. Dad joke Chardonnay. <laughs> so anyways uh a good label. We're, we're growing human parts out in space and that's not for some macabre uh twisted 
reason you might think. Making um, human aliens. Gravity has a weird effect on how cells grow. So like when you have stem cells and you try and grow them into you know a, a newborn child, gravity actually plays a huge effect in how the kidneys develop and how the heart develops. Without gravity, without that force pulling down, the topology, the shapes of proteins and genes make like it, it's different and that makes a difference. Like the way proteins shape and spiral and fold on each other like makes a huge difference. You could have the exact same material, but because it folds or twists a, w- a certain way, it's a completely different thing. It acts a completely different way. So in the absence of gravity, it's easier to study uh, you know, growing kidneys on a, on a Petri dish because the kidneys will form much better mm-hmm. without having this like artificial scaffolding for these stem cells to grow on the way you'd like have grapes grow on, you know, grapevine grow on a thing. That was a bad analogy. No, I'm trying to, when I read well, this, why? I was trying to figure out, go ahead. Cause no, Mike's no. going to ask the same thing. I'll ask. I think, well, I mean, it's just like, no, I don't think so. No. I, that, um, I'm, I'm just stupid. Like it, wouldn't it just be easier to shoot a pregnant woman out into space and see what happens? Well, because they're no. trying to grow, no. like, organs, <laughs> not much. Oh, no. Because you, you could do 100 Petri dishes and yeah. versus, they like, having a, a pregnant woman. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, it's not easy being pregnant out in space. It and can't be easy. Do you speak from experience? Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, okay? I've done it a thousand <laughs> times, okay? Have you seen pregnant yeah, women wanna... waddle around? They don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, but they don't want to risk, like, the life of the mother and then, like, keep making, like, a whole baby for every time they're trying to grow a kidney or whatever. Hashtag for science. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that's true. Can you imagine? Okay, have you seen, like, you know, in zero gravity, like, when they squirt out their, like, jelly food or their water and how it, like, kind of splashes all around? Yeah, imagine Can you imagine the, the mess of a pregnant woman just, like, splattering all kinds of fluids into the International Space Station? They would never be able to clean it up. What if we give her Don't they have suits? honey first to just get it all out <laughs> they of They have suits. <laughs> just have a fetal spacesuit just ready, just, like, plugged in right there at the vaginal opening, and then you just... Yeah, everything and else. It comes is in as like already contained. in a little suit. Yeah. Oh, that's a Fucking, good idea. Look at that. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. No, that's a god awful idea. You can't have that. It's happening. way more interesting than a petri dish, for well, fuck's sake. Probably more interesting, but more horrific. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's your question? So I, so I was going to say, when I was reading this, I was trying to figure out how it would be better to grow these organs in space because of the lack of gravity. Like, I get that, like, they don't need to have the artificial scaffolding to form, but I would assume that the organ would turn out differently than we want if it's in space. Like they probably have to manipulate how so it's growing. It sounds like with when we do it here on Earth with gravity, like the the petri dishes fail a lot. Yeah, because the the like it might reject the scaffolding. It might not grow just right. If there's one tiny imperfection in how you sculpted the scaffolding, your kidney doesn't work. Now you got to start over. Okay. Right, but when and in space, growing... it, it will never. It seems like it never fails. Like the, because there's no uh, downward pull, the the cells can form freely, and so that it will create a yeah. kidney every single time. But I mean, maybe there like are it... variations, so like the, they just don't know. And like with humans traveling in space or being in space, like astronauts are physiologically affected in so many ways, and yeah. some of those things return back to normal when they come back to space and or return back to Earth and gravity, and some things don't go back like some things are like permanently changed in their body yeah like they had those two twins i know i was they kept one that. up in space for as long as they could basically and they had one on earth and mm-hmm. then they came back came back down they studied the twins to see what are the differences between the two um but so 
yeah, basically you can have all these different, you can have 100 or 200 or 300, you know, Petri dishes of Mm -hmm. stem cells testing out like how the organs grow when there's no microgravity or what are the long-term effects. That's true. And it is like kind of similar to the womb, I would imagine. Like there's, it's not like it's like no gravity in there, but you know, growing in a womb versus like petri dish on a desk it's kind of like the international space station <laughs> it is. <laughs> in what ways are the international space station and a womb the same um yeah so we're growing we're growing human parts out in space in the name of science i mean that's the kind of thing i imagine we would get to by 2020 you know mm-hmm. like the flying cars and all this stuff growing organs in space like yeah. that's a good use of science I was just watching, uh, I couldn't sleep the other night, so I was watching Back to the Future 2. Oh, and they, they traveled to 2015, right you know, <laughs> flying cars. Yeah, right. I mean, we can make them. It's just like no one's going to make them, like mass produce them. Yeah, because our, our societies couldn't, couldn't you're, function You're not going to be it. able to like direct that traffic. Exactly. You know? Everyone would have to become a pilot, and we already know yeah, how. Yeah, I've like, seen <laughs> how people drive. Like, I don't want them up in the air. Right. <laughs> Nina has the best analogy. When, if you go to the grocery store and you can't control that cart in a normal <laughs> oh, yeah. way, you yeah. shouldn't have a fucking driver's license. I love license. to say, Wait, like, hold on. no, part of getting your driver's license, like, behind the wheel, mm-hmm. like, you've been to the grocery store, you've seen how people drive their carts, right? Like, Where they just kind of, like, wander around in the middle of the aisle. They don't look before they, they turn down an aisle. They just park where the fuck ever. They no. stop in the middle of an aisle. They, yeah. s- they don't stop to one side or the just other. Rude. They okay. Just rude. Rude as fuck. I'm yeah. going to stop and look at all the peanut butter choices here for 20 minutes. No mm. one can get around. Yeah. That should be part of the behind the wheel test. How do you navigate How do you leave your car in the middle of the road? In a, <laughs> in a grocery store or like Target or whatever, you know, how do you navigate your cart? Are you aware of other people, objects? Do you yeah. crash into things? Mm-hmm. That's a good litmus test for you if you should even go phone. to the DMV. And yeah. do you return the car at the end, or do you just yes. leave it in the middle of the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, are you a dick with this really, really small thing? If you can't be good with the small thing, you don't mm-hmm. need the big thing. That... Simple as that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And you can That's fucking... quote of the day right there. You can, yeah. you can pun that up all you want. <laughs> oh, I will. Pun intended. It puns itself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah start small, people. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, speaking of small, <laughs> I was gonna say if you want to get weird. ahead in life, you might try to uh, 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 mimic this uh, caterpillar that um, every time it sheds its exoskeleton, its skull, it, or like yeah, its its head uh, just remains perched atop its own head. Yeah. So speaking part- of <laughs> trips, <laughs> and, and it builds. And it builds. So, like, after, like, four or five or six sheddings, you've got the stack of heads on top yeah, of the caterpillar. This picture is terrifying. We'll, yeah, you'll see it. You have to go check it out on our Facebook and our website or whatever. Do we have a website? I mean, we have a not Facebook. We, got a we Facebook, have a Facebook yeah. page. I'm not. Fu- like no, website, I already do enough. I'm not managing I mean, a fucking website. Know. I'm just like, go to our website. We don't have a website. No. Yeah. People won't go there. You can go to our Facebook. You can find us on iTunes. You can you can look at all these pictures. Um, we should have like a contest and like our our number one fan or the winning the winner of the contest. Yeah, gets to build us a website. They get <laughs> right. to do that. Earn work. <laughs> Congrats. Pay you, but you get to be an intern at Six Degrees. Actually. It's a good idea. I know. We need to be exploit or run. Uh, Recruiting. Yeah. Run. <laughs> there you go. Fans. I have never been paid or anything for the amount of work I put in on this shit. Run well, have now. We. I mean yeah. you know. run away. I got yeah. hired in two thousand thirteen and then I'm still waiting for my first paycheck. Yeah, we have no turnover at six <laughs> degrees. <laughs> yeah. It's been fifteen hundred and thirty two days since someone quit. Mm-hmm. No accidents either. There We've you got go. quite quite the streak. 
Um, no, but go go check out this uh, this uh, caterpillar. What's the name of the caterpillar? Oh my gosh. Eulugans. Of course. It's also known as the gum leaf skeletonizer. That's a pretty good name. <laughs> Thanks to the caterpillar's tendency to demolish eucalyptus leaves down to the veins. So this is my favorite part. Um, it's not just like a crazy hat. The function is to protect them from predators. They use it to bat predators away. <laughs> so what the photographer Alan Henderson says. Now, just imagine like using your stack of old heads to like clumsily swat at whatever sort of predator. Mm-hmm. I guess like birds or maybe bats. I, I don't know how effective that is. Like, did, it, did it also say it's to like uh, attract mates too? Like, check me out, babe. I got look like how many, look how nine, long my stack count them, of nine heads. heads. <laughs> One sure. of them still talks. God, that's so creepy. Like insects are the weirdest animals on the planet they, they yeah. are bizarre yeah could you imagine tripping with the bees and this caterpillar dude <laughs> hey guys what's happening dude I, i'm seeing a lot of heads right now i can't tell which ones are fake and which <laughs> ones are your old heads oh, that's so gross so uh yeah fun yeah. fun stuff there mm-hmm. what do we got next well if you think the caterpillars are weird wait until you hear about this article that isn't loading yeah maybe come back to that one you might have to do a little false pause there so there's not that awkward silence can you leave a little marker there in your little reaper program there producer magic mike no this is staying fuck that like i said i haven't gotten a paycheck ladies and gentlemen so god damn it (laughs) 1532 days in a row all for fucking nothing exactly (laughs) uh so apparently the t-rex was a really efficient uh, walker, runner, runner or well, walker? Walker and runner. Speed walker. He was more like a marathoner, <laughs> if you will. And the T Rex is running all day <laughs> well, long. Because they have to hunt. Like as a large predator, they spend most of their day hunting, like, chasing after prey that can run faster than them because they're smaller animals. What you look just like you're gonna just can't make stop, a joke won't about stop. this fact? T Rex just won't stop running. It's like I can't stop. Which is ironic, because if you do stop, the T-Rex can't see you. <laughs> do you want to do this article? Seth? No, no, I didn't read it. Oh, okay, great. All right, well, you basically summed it up pretty well. Um, they ran a lot, but they also walked a lot, and that's <laughs> what, That's how they hunted their prey. It was more efficient for them to have long legs. These poor T-Rex, like, they just want to stop and rest and, like, sit down, <laughs> but they fucking can't. Their muscles won't let them. Same way, like, a kangaroo, like, can't walk. It just has to it hop everywhere. It can jump everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. um, which animal in the ocean moves the most efficiently through the water? Whales. Nope. Dolphins. Nope. I get one more chance. Plankton. Plankton, no. Yeah. I don't know, Mike? Magic Mike? Uh, turtle? Nope. One more guess, maybe? I feel maybe? like there's going to... Okay, hold on. Which... What is it? Is What's... it an animal? What, yeah, what, what animal... Is it a mammal or is, is it, it a, fish? a fish? Like, is it fish? Is it... No. Amphibian? Is it mammal? What is it? Give me some here. I don't think it's amphibian. I don't think it's a mammal. It's not a fish. It's got to be the octopus. It's a jellyfish. Oh. Well, that's close then. It exerts the least amount of energy for the maximum. People think that a jellyfish is actually kind of like an alien or something like that. Like, there's there's, there's that, like, theory out there because it doesn't have anything that... like there's no like there's no oh, like brain people it has think no it, from space it doesn't really have like grew up here it doesn't have the, it, like, the central well, nervous system really like, it kind of does but it doesn't i think yeah like it's your so insects weird. have that your mammals have that mm-hmm. your amphibians have that the jellyfish nah nothing 
it doesn't have the same shit that any other species on the planet has. Yeah, it's a it's it's one of the most primitive animals. It's like one of the first life forms to jump from being like it's not a plant. It's now considered like you consider that an animal because it can react and move in its environment basically, but it doesn't have any senses. Or I don't know, it kind of does, but it doesn't. It's like this weird. It's a very weird organism. And then you have like the Portuguese, the man of war. Which it's, is like a kind of jellyfish. It, right? It's it's, it's like a super organism. It's 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 a bunch. It's like a com- community of jellyfish that come together to create a new organism. So it's like this jellyfish is this part of the brain, and that jellyfish is this part of the oh. brain. So it's like all these different That's jellyfish like come together to take on different roles of a new super organism. So if we could cross jellyfish DNA with T-Rex DNA, we'd have a super efficient, <laughs> senseless <laughs> hunter. <laughs> Alien-like. Yeah. Aren't the T-Rexes supposed to be pretty dumb, too? I feel like they're probably pretty dumb. Yeah. They like had they... a small-ish brain. I don't know. But they're hunters. They're not, like, they're not <laughs> sneaky, like, prey-type animals that have to hide all the time. They were, like, the king yeah. of the jungle for a while. So I, mean, I feel like they could be dumb and it wouldn't matter, yeah. you know? If there's anything we know about T-Rexes, it's that they don't want to be fed. They want to hunt. Right, exactly. <laughs> if I learned one thing from Jurassic Park. They do have kind of like an O-fish kind of vibe to them. Yeah, they've they? got that like meathead kind of look. Mm-hmm. Like the not guys to, at the gym. <laughs> not to stereotype dinosaurs. I mean, I'm already there. What? <laughs> yeah, Mike's uh, throwing me There might be a meathead shade. in our presence. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the T-Rex died a long, long time ago, and it's now That's extinct. True. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was the case or not. And if we're not careful, we might lose another <sighs> great gentle beast. This, not to be a downer again, but here's another really sad article. Um, so there have been a bunch of unexplained elephant deaths in Botswana. Um and this National Geographic article basically lists off all of the things that probably aren't killing them. We don't really know, <laughs> you know, what the cause is, but like over 200 elephants have died inexplicably. Almost 300. Wow. Yeah, in different areas. Yeah, there's actually yeah. more. Yeah. So they're just finding uh, lots of dead elephant carcasses and they're not, it's not coming from poachers. They, mm-hmm. they pretty much all have their they, tusks. They have their tusks. It's not an ivory thing. It's not anthrax. They've ruled that out, which I guess is naturally um, occurring in the soil in those areas. Um, it's not tuberculosis, which is another killer of wild elephants. Um, but the crazy thing is, so like before these elephants drop dead, they're walking in circles and they seem dizzy. Um, and sometimes they'll fall like face first into the ground and just die. So, so sad. a lot of heads down elephant carcasses lining Botswana, which is really sad. So, eating some psychedelic honey or something t- like that. That's what I was thinking. Like they're just paralyzed. They'll wake up in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> they're just paralyzed, they're just face down, low for a few weeks in the soil. <laughs> I mean, it is sad, but also, what a way to die and be found. Yeah. By the so the government's investigating this. A bunch of wildlife organizations are investigating this. No one has come up with anything um, that could be the cause. They're just like basically disproving all of these common causes. In this case, for 280 elephants, it's not infection, it's not tuberculosis, it's not anthrax. And you said there's like, what, about 18,000 elephants living in that yeah, area? Yeah, and 16,000 people. So the elephants outnumber the people for now, but for now. we'll see if that still happens. Yeah. 
It's kind of like how the bees are like, you know, they're, they're kind of on the verge of becoming extinct. That's true. I wonder if the same thing is killing the bees as the elephants. It's probably uh, think, unlikely. Yeah, I think it's a different kind of virus or, or something like that that's killing off all the bees. Yeah. Uh, among many other things, I think, like all the pesticides and stuff. Maybe there's pesticides. Well, they've tested for pesticides there out where the elephants are, and apparently it's not it's not like farmers poisoning them or anything. So, mm. yeah. So be nice to the elephants, guys. They're having a hard time. All right. And what do they bring to the table? Elephants are a highly intelligent and emotionally intelligent creature. Okay, so great. We got a bunch of fucking emos. Yeah. <laughs> Emophants. Yeah. Emophants. All right, so what do they really what do they do? What do they do? What do they do? What do they, they have do? like whole societal structures. They have funerals of what? for their dead. Of what? They societal structures of elephants. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. What do they do? I'm not feeling the loss here. They're gentle giants, unlike the T Rex. Like, I get why you guys always are lecture me about these fucking bees and everything, because they like pollinate shit or some stupid shit yeah. like that. Elephants what pollinate are the elephants? They don't emotions. pollinate anything. They don't do anything. They shit everywhere and they have trunks. Well, not okay. everywhere. Yeah. They have their own, like, you know. They're, they're just intrinsically cool. In, okay. They're part of an ecosystem. If yeah. they go away, then it's going to fuck up the whole then savanna. What? Do, are they a predator of Actually, any sort? they are a, um, a pollinator as well. Are oh, they? I was joking they when are. I said that. I remember, like, the story, like, they, they will step on the Rafflesia uh, flower, and they get the seeds on, oh. on their feet, and then they In trample the through, the, through the jungles and stuff, and they, they help uh, the Rafflesia flower. Uh, Cross pollinate the fucking what the raffle flower that's important it's a gigantic parasitic flower that oh, does oh wait what? so they they help a parasitic species survive well look the human species is a parasitic species yeah right? we're rad like I have an iPhone <laughs> you know what I mean like, there you go elephants don't need iPhones yeah they could I, they probably wouldn't fucking push this flower around on everything if they had one <laughs> maybe yeah they would just sit in a corner yeah. and space out yeah what do elephants bring to the table fuck an elephant okay look elephants Dude. are fun to research yeah. They're great in children's stories because yeah. they have a Imagine weird nose. Imagine if we didn't have any elephants. Like, let's say that generations pass by with no elephants. Good. Where? Then like, what? You know what children's stories will be about? Capitalism, and that's what we fucking need. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stop with the this. Child's ele- book of capitalism. Yeah. Stop with this elephant bullshit. Like, oh, we need bees and elephants. Fuck you. Get okay. to work. What's the most capitalistic animal? Don't say human. It has to be like a real animal choice. Dogs. Which. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. They they put because up with a lot tra- for. We could train them to be our little resources. fucking slaves. I would say chimps, maybe. We no, they, they like to throw their fecal matter. It's not. So it's, do capitalist pigs. I would say yeah. mice. Mice? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, Animal testing. But we could, race. we could test on dogs yeah. if all the fucking hippies would stop complaining about it. Said the cat lovers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't want to mess with cats in this yeah. situation. But. What do cats bring you to the table, Mike? Companionship. Oh, Companionship. So do elephants yeah. in no, a bigger don't. way. Yeah, all the elephants that we have living in our apartment. <laughs> Well, if they would stop eating all the anthrax that's lying around. Yeah, well, we would have an abundance of elephants. Yeah. You could have fucking fit an elephant in here. And if you just did, it would just sit. Just get an elephant-sized apartment. Like we, could, like, we have a vaulted ceiling. I guess we could bring an elephant in here. But it you could have moved. elephant in here. They're you expensive move to it. feed. You could have moved it. No, but it wouldn't yeah. want to move. Yeah, so it basically would just be elephant and elephant shit in our living room all yeah. the fucking time. It's all right. Yeah. I could. Waste of time. Goodbye. Have fun being extinct. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what does any animal bring to the table, really? Like, if tigers go extinct, will you be sad? I no. won't. But why? What? They're cats, dude. Come on. That's They're true. a big yeah. cat that I can't domesticate. It's not there They're for me. They're useless cats. <laughs> unless, unless they can be enslaved, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically. Unless 
Yeah. Unless I could teach a tiger or fucking something like that to shit in a litter box and mm. hang out on my couch it's all day long. a huge litter box. What's the point? If you don't excrete psychedelics, I don't. I don't even think that's a big mic. thing because I bet, I bet you anything, I could get that flower to do its thing without the bees. <laughs> I, I don't so think saying, you can pollinate flowers them. as a human. I can figure it out. It's I'm take sure, so long. I'm sure you. We could like fucking study bees long enough to make before they go extinct to figure out what they're doing to pollinate, replicate it in a lab. I don't think we could make artificial honey that's as good as the real honey. I know it's that a, means nothing to you because you hate yeah, honey. Yeah, honey tastes like honey. shit. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Wait, so oh, I, got, I got something here. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Fine. What? All right. He gets Let's to say, go first. So, many animals have characteristics that make it uh, beneficial to study them. So, for example, sharks and elephants don't get cancer as much as humans. Mm. So, like, for the size of elephants and the size of their brain and the size of everything, like, they should get cancer more often than they do. And we can study them and figure out why mm. they are less prone to cancer than humans are. And if I remember right, their genes Boom. go through some kind of like process where they are better at eliminating like the old cells than we are. So they can sort of like deal themselves out of getting the cancer cell. That's in a Six Degrees podcast. It is. That's what so I was citing. Good old episode 39. We just quoted or ourselves. 42 yeah. or something like that. Probably 42. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking study that real quick and let them die. That was great. Just had to do that. Our our cats are not <laughs> not amused. Not amused. All right, so Mike, as a <laughs> poor Dexter, the poor guy, he's like, what the fuck was that? So Mike, as a side note, I know you hate honey because you think it's gross that it's made of bee spit. Would you eat artificial honey if you knew it was? Like in no way connected to bee spit, but like made in a lab somewhere. No, I don't like goop. Just made of pollen. All right, well then, I don't know. I can't explain that. Not my thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. There's really no way to segue from that comment. You're to not going to manhandle the segue, one. are you? Oh, I was. I wasn't going to skip our like lowest animal story, if you will. Oh, I just. I just had. Did you not notice the pun? Yeah, but I like punned right. over it. Because right. I don't want to, I don't want to miss this. All one. right, way to bring it down. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring it down even further to the lower notes of the scale. Um, apparently, animals fake their deep voices, which made me think of how humans talk lower to each other. Like what? What? Like what? guys who are trying to hit on girls. You know, they they try to sound. You really do. Guys really like drop their voice when they try yeah. to hit on girls. It's just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Although in this case with animals, it's also about avoiding uh, predators. But it's definitely to attract mates. So, like male red deer is one example. They do a lower frequency call so they can um, sound bigger than they are to potential sex partners. Elephants well have really low frequency uh, sound waves. Yeah, too. can they you do that like trunk call but lower? Yeah, you ready? <laughs> See what happens? No. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't even hear that. That's how exactly. Low it was. It's below the pitch of what humans can hear. Hmm. I see. Yeah. yeah. All right, koalas are another ones. Uh, Which also eat eucalyptus leaves, just like the yeah, really tied it in. the uh, caterpillars with the, all the mm. heads. Imagine eucalyptus. if koalas saved their old heads. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well, those fucking bastards. They're, they're crazy little marsupial motherfuckers, and they're, they're dying off in huge numbers too. Koalas? Yeah. Do we have enough of them for them to die off in large numbers? I mean, we're no, getting No, pretty... like they've died off in such large numbers, they're not, they don't have large numbers anymore. Now it's oh. medium numbers. Very medium Medium numbers. number koala. No, but eucalyptus is a poisonous tree. Yeah. 
and they um, fucking live off poisonous leaves just like the fucking multi-headed caterpillar another reason for us to study these useless animals and mm-hmm. see how we too could eat eucalyptus leaves and not die until we become extinct for some reason i love some eucalyptus. mysterious reason <laughs> all right well i guess we handled that one okay manhandled that one okay oh shit um so this, this, this is our last article. We're going out on a bang. Um, there's this uh, young woman in India. She lost uh, both of her hands um, just below the elbow. So she lost part of her forearms. In a bus accident, which makes me wonder, like, how did she only lose her hands and nothing else? In what scenario did she lose her hands and nothing else? Yeah, like what kind of I mean, bus maybe, accident. Maybe she got roughed up elsewhere, too. Maybe. Maybe she had her hands out the windows or something. <laughs> Let's not laugh at this uh, limbless human. Except for she's not limbless anymore. She got what? hand transplants. Um, she was 18 when she lost her uh, hands in 2016. And then in 2017, she went on, She underwent a 13-hour transplant that was performed by over 20 surgeons and 16 anesthesiologists. Which is crazy. Why would you need 16 of them? <laughs> Do you think they were all there at the same time, or did they do shifts? I don't know. That, yeah. <laughs> having 16 IVs in you. <laughs> Are you asleep yet? <laughs> also, they couldn't put them like in her hands or her wrists. You know, like where did they go? <laughs> the 17th anesthesiologist is like, I can't work like this. I can't. I just, <laughs> just throw up my hands, and she's like, Oh, sure, rub it in my face. No, I mean that's that's crazy. 13 straight hours of just like 20 yeah. surgeons, just like connecting all the veins, Little, connecting like, all the tendons, tissues, yeah, muscles, the, the nerves, yeah. all that kind of stuff. How well the hands work? It, well, we're getting there. We're getting there. They came from a 21 year old man who died after a bicycle crash. <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if the bus Whoa. she was in hit his bike? <laughs> a year later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you guys Same do bus, your thing and then time. come back to me? I got the best questions oh, for this. No. Go for it, Mike. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're, uh, we're done. No, we, we, so, like, we wrapped it up, yeah. yeah. So, is she of age? Let me ask that. She How was 18 she was back 18. when whatever Is she happens. of age? Where are you going you, with this, Mike? Like, Where do you think? This is the wait, first thing that comes out of your mouth, mouth to, is, wait, is she a minor? Is she a minor or is she a Just to clarify this, the transplanted hands came from a man. I don't think we had that clear. So, this is my question. This is my question. I'm sure it's going to piss off a lot of people. Do the hands work well? Like, is she does she have good motor function and everything? She got with physical them? therapy. They yeah. they yes. helped her control she, her. Hands how many and years arms? was she handless? Uh, like a, a year. year, yeah. Okay, so she's had a year of no hands. Right. <laughs> Look, mom. No. And she just became of age. I'm just wondering if you receive a hand job from this chick. <laughs> Number one, will it be good? And number two, does it make you gay? The man was because 21 years old. So the hands dudes. are of age. So the man was 21. She got dude hands. So it's basically a dead dude is giving you a hand job. Here's my Vicariously question. through no. a just recently became of age chick. So I'm just wondering, how does this label right. me? I'm going to put my question on top of your question because you always go like straight to the dick questions. Oh, you guys are stacking <laughs> questions like caterpillars are stacking heads. <laughs> So let's answer both these questions, you know, in in turn. If she is spending some quality time with herself and these man hands, who is doing the masturbating? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Reno, back See, to you. This is, yeah, the, 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 this is the important part of this article. It's yeah. they technically... These are the socio-psychological questions we have to ask. I mean, that's a, that's a thing. And is it straight if she... 
hangs out with chicks and does stuff? Does that make it straight? Because it's man no, hands. No, it's the hands. Yeah, it's the hands. So Look, there's not only hands involved in, you know, yeah. romantic escapades. But is it gay if a, if a dude gets a hand job from a from chick her man with, hands? with man Well, man let, hands. Me, let me okay, answer so, this. Wait, oh. Oh, I was well. going to say, okay, so here's what happened when they attached yeah, these darker-skinned hands oh it's, they were it's biracial well it's not necessarily biracial, biracial but yes hands. it's a darker skin man hands on a lighter skin female's ar- uh, mm-hmm. arms and also he was slightly so, older than her so this is he's a couple years older fucking so rad you'd have to imagine like they probably picked these guys hands because a he's a freshly dead person you yeah. can't have you know an old you carcass have old hands. ass hands right. on your <laughs> <laughs> be so pissed like you're already getting used hands right, right? You're like dude these you hands haven't fresh. been alive in weeks no, but oh, so God. the hands have gradually over time become more effeminate mm-hmm. and lighter skinned they, because yeah. of the host's, you know. Like her connecting muscles, like from her, her forearm. Yeah, and everything, right. So she's limp breasted. Okay. No, they, <laughs> oh, they've, they've um, you know, adapted to her body versus the 21 year old man that they came from. I guess. But they're still dude so, hands. Well, well no, they, they got were leaner. dude hands. Right. And then now they they're getting became... lighter and they're getting more and more effeminate. So. Yeah. They're, so, they're becoming more and more more. If you're on the fringe of sex, hands. like certain producers here, get that hand job in real if quick. You're, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? No, real dark one this time around. <laughs> yeah. If you're just Getting tuning hand in, hand jobs from dead guys' hands. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you want a hand job from a living dead, they're zombie man hands. hand. They are. They're yeah. zombie hands. That's cool. I mean, I would. Zombie I mean, hand job is a great band. So is it necrophilia, I guess? No, so, no, because they're not dead now. So they're alive again. They've become revived. They're more like Frankenstein. It's homosexual, biracial, necrophilia hand job. I'm would, in. That's the title of this episode. I would I would go more transgender Frankenstein okay, that, hands. No, let's not Fra- go. No. That, mm, I think we've pissed yeah. off every demographic yeah. that we could at this it, point. It went from male to female. So, that's... that's yeah, but I Change feel like transgender Frankenstein is a really bad. Yeah, place. you're gonna. But you're taking old body parts yes. from a dead carcass. Yeah. And reanimating it. Yeah. Zombie so. Frankenstein transgender hand. So job. who have we pissed off this episode? Let's I've pissed off, off elephant lovers. <laughs> elephant lovers. Hey, we we went to bat for those elephants. That's it doesn't. Oh, Two thirds of this. You haven't paid team. me, so you're in on this. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's your payment is you have to deal with the backlash of my bullshit. Um, <laughs> that's always true. So we've pissed off the elephant lovers. Mm-hmm. We've pissed off people who don't like Hitler. We've pissed off military personnel. <laughs> we say we. This this all came from you. Just just yeah. Just you're so the we one know. talking the shit. Yeah, we just continue, read the continue. articles. Yeah. You're the host. Stop me. That's true. Um, <laughs> we've pissed off gay people. We've pissed off lighter skinned people, darker skinned people, Frankenstein, trans people, people who dead uh, people had transplants, and now Frankenstein. When the, this Frankenstein's is the, monster. Let's be clear there. I, I don't yeah, think I don't think the Frankenstein the, would be doc, fine yeah. with our yeah. Dr. Frankie. No, he might actually take offense to that. Maybe you never know. So basically, episode ninety-seven is probably the best episode we have. Yeah. <laughs> think so it's the most controversial and therefore it'll get the most listens and with that ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to this uh week's episode of six degrees of rumination with your hosts reno gorman nina boyd and the still currently never been paid producer mike (laughs) good night (laughs) 